Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, so terrible. One. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite, most favoritist golf podcast. Most favoritist. Most favoritist golf podcast. I am Indy Cartim, joined by the star of the show, Mr. PGA of America member himself, as we're both struggling for sobriety in the middle of the day after a big Texas Rangers win. Big win. Big win. You can, can you hear me? I can. Yeah. Okay, Great fine. Fun. I can't hear myself. Is that, that's maybe turn your thing down. That's probably a good thing. Turn my thing down. You made that's, me turn your thing down. You can't say what already. I know you're so excited that I'm still here in Dallas, Texas. I know you shocked. are. No, I'm maybe, shocked. I'm shocked. Two two shows. Two in a row. Two in a row. Two back-to-back Wednesdays here. I'm here. I'm here. Well, it's okay. I needed the Rangers to defer my, my uh, I guess, my disdain, my, my sour mood that I was put in by... Just a ridiculous, absolutely unnecessary Ryder Cup performance by those boys from America. If that's really who they are, we don't even know anymore. Yeah, there's questions. There's questions to be answered for sure when it comes to that. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk some Ryder Cup. We're also going to preview the Sanderson Farms, and included in that preview, of course, we get back into Johnny's favorite picks, Johnny's winning picks. As it were, all winners, all winners. Another great week. Like just, just you keep bringing the good weeks, and people just they don't understand. And man. I still haven't got my gifts yet. Like I, you know, I, I accept B- Buffalo. Well, I can't go back into Buffalo. You can't Wild do Buffalo Wild no, Wings. I can though. Yeah, you can. You know, for everyone that's listening, and all the as much money as I won, everybody this year, Christmas is coming up, guys. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. I like. Uh, Roosters gift cards for all my Ohio, Roosters? Oh, all my Ohio people. They know who they are. Roosters gift cards. Um, Is that like a Seven Eleven here? No, Roosters. Roosters. Holy crap! Good. Look at that. Yeah, Roosters is good. What's wrong with our screen? We got we got double double um, double brick walls back there. Why is it? Why is it corners? Why is it corners brick? Well, I did that last week, and you said you liked it. I did. Yeah. So I kept it. Okay. Well, when did you ever listen to me? Well, when you say you like it, I'm probably going to keep it. All right. Well, you never do that before, but that's fine. I mean, I can take it off, and it'll look like that. Like what? Look at your screen, not the TV. I like that. I mean, it looks better the other way. Okay. Well, well just like the sign we put in the door. It definitely looks better please on the call in. Please call in on our text line, 214-937-0569. We, we had this big discrepancy earlier, so we have this new cool little whole sponsor sign that we put in the window of the studio here and Tim decided he wanted to put it on the bottom of the window yeah because I didn't want to have to use tape all over the window and all over a pretty new sign so there's there's a thing really called clear tape still tape it you can't even see it it's really a, that's interesting because me and Colby saw all of it well just only because you told him to look oh at no the he tape. saw it okay you want to get some Gorilla Glue? When do you leave on Monday? Because it's probably going back on the floor. I sure it is. It'll go up back on the floor before I leave, I'm sure. <laughs> maybe maybe after this show yeah. and you're gone. If I can peel the tape off the freaking glass now. Yeah, whatever. Good God. Whatever. That, that tape reminds me of the American Ryder Cup team, Johnny. It's a packing tape. They're, they, oh, same, that's the worst thing to put on glass. It doesn't come off. Yeah, just like, just like the Ryder Cup. They're packing, they're packing their asses and gone. 
Man. So let's go ahead and get into some Ryder Cup before we get into the Sanderson and before we get into uh, anything else that's probably not going to be golf-related. We got weather coming in here in the DFW area. We got to celebrate a Texas Rangers wild card win, two straight out of three over the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa at the Scrotum Scrota Canna Field. Just looks like a big scrotum sitting in the middle of nowhere. Next show, please. Um, but the yeah. Rangers Rangers move on. But you know who, who didn't move on, Johnny? The U.S. Ryder Cup team. They certainly, a lot of them didn't move on. Uh, they're Europe, still there getting drunk. I think. Jesus Christ. Europe has reclaimed the Ryder Cup, winning 16.5 to 11.5. And, and it wasn't that close. No. It no. wasn't even that close. They had a good, U.S. had a good Saturday, right? Yeah, they had, they had an average. Yeah. They I mean they won the they won the back the bottom session, but the 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 best ball session. But still, you're so far behind, and that's what the that's what that's notorious for the European mm-hmm. guys is like they they they're always fantastic in alternate shot just because of their prep. So they're it's no they're notorious for that. Right. So you know, in retrospect, you're going to kind of be down going mm-hmm. into the best ball and catch up, but they just couldn't catch up. And I got I got some. You know, you can always second guess Zach Johnson, right? For for and things he's gonna he does, be second guess. And he is, and he is. But you know, the bottom line is the players still got to play, mm-hmm. and they're so individualized. You know, Zach can tell them all he wants to tell them, but they're still gonna do what they want to do. It doesn't really matter. People think it is. It's not. My only my only thing is there's a bunch of there was a bunch of reports out about Cantley, and there's reports out about Shawley, and there's reports about a couple other guys in terms of. Like the like going into the Ryder Cup, mm-hmm. my biggest deal with them was most of the guys didn't play five weeks before the Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. Like that's a joke. Too much time off. That's a complete utter joke. But you know me. what? That's true. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll put it in terms of of any sport that's out there. You take that much time off from your your profession, your sport. You're not going to be good going no, right back into it. No way. There's no well. A little bit of that too is. Not not so much that you're not going to be good, but you're bad. You can work on like yeah. if you're playing coming into the event. Every yeah. person on the on the European Ryder Cup team played the week before, and seven of the guys finished in the top ten. Like you, there's no substitute for playing and playing yeah. into form, and not only playing into form. Like I said, if you're playing poorly and you're hitting shots that are poor, you have some time to work on it. Right. You know what you, you know what you're you know what's poor in your game yeah. and have time to work on it. I think there's needs to be a stipulation that they if they're overseas, they need to go at least a week to 10 days before everyone together. Not just show up 3 days before and take a take a road trip a month before. Doesn't work that way. Yeah. It's going to change a little bit different. I guarantee you that's not how the Europeans handled it. No, not at all. Put the, put these guys in a in a damn dorm for two two weeks, and you know something like that, so so where they can bond together. But they're so individual. They're so they're so in in fear. It's like entitled. Yeah. It makes me absolutely sick. And all the all the stuff that's coming out now. Which is actually true. They can say all they want. It doesn't. It didn't happen, and all that. But what are they going to say? Yeah, it happened. Yeah, the Cantley stuff certainly happened. You don't have an ESPN reporter report this if it's false. The and, stuff. And so the the, re, the report was he. And of course he he didn't wear the hat of whistling straights either. Wasn't about the hat. The, the specifically, he said it didn't fit. Yeah. Well, come on, stop. 
No, I'm just – I understand. I'm telling you what he legitimately said on the air when he was asked about it. Well, he, he, he choked it off, and he said, you know what, it didn't fit. I didn't wear – it didn't fit at Whistling Straits either. For whatever reason, they have a hard time getting hats to fit me. That is – and I don't remember who it was interviewing him. Just went with it instead of like, seriously, Patrick? They it's can't, a joke. They can't find a hat to fit you? They got tailored. Yeah. Every one of their hats are custom like, fit. Oh, are you kidding me? It's, yeah. Like, that's the biggest, that's the biggest joke. But I've the real reason, as reported, is that he wants to be paid to put an American flag that's, on his hat. Well, uh, absolutely, it is. And <sighs> Shoffley got into it also. I guess there's a report out now that, that two weeks before the Ryder Cup, Shoffley was almost off the team. Yeah, he almost lost the spot. Yeah, because of a contract dispute, and it came out from his dad, yep. uh, which is probably the wrong way to do it. But uh, you know, his dad kind of runs his stuff. But they're just too—they're just not unified people, man. They're just not unified as a team. They don't play enough team events. They're so individualized. There's too much money for these guys now. And to be honest with you, they really don't give a shit. They can nope. say they can say all they want, dude. They just—they—they they don't listen. If they—if they did. They would change the preparation. They would change this, these things. Right. Like, and and to go backwards, these guys do get paid to play in the Ryder sure. Cup. They get two hundred thousand dollars a piece to, for their charities. How much more money do you it's want? It's Not good enough. Yeah, I need money in my pocket. And and they get so much more bonus from their club companies and their shoe companies and sure. all that stuff that goes to them. I mean, just shut up, man. Just just stop. Just stop. Go play. Just, are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna get to the point where because I can already see it coming where the Ryder Cup or the, these this international competition for the for these professional golfers these entitled rich and most of them grew up this way yeah they grew up entitled they grew up rich they grew up having everything handed to them like all the other spoiled brats in America um are we gonna get to the point where the Ryder Cup Olympics, presidents, whatever, is almost viewed from these guys like an all-star game is in the in the professional potentially leagues. Like potentially, like you know, man, I appreciate the the sentiment, I, but no, thanks. There's gonna be there's gonna be people you'll see going, especially with with everything kind of moving forward. Yeah, there's gonna be some guys that that's decline. just sickening. But man. they'll they'll decline because they're injured, or they'll well, decline yeah, 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 for, yeah. for uh, unless they're unless they're getting paid. I mean, really, it is unless they are getting paid. The reverence of these Ryder Cup guys, in my opinion, is it's great to play for the U.S. They play most of those guys play for the Presidents Cup, you know, sure, which is owned by the Tour. Ryder yep. Cup is owned by the PJ of America. Right. They're like, okay, we're playing two events across the world and not getting paid, which is not true. They're getting paid. It's not it true, just yes. doesn't go to them. But you're getting paid to your, you know, if you make the right a Presidents Cup Ryder Cup team, your club company or Adidas, whoever pays you a bonus, just what it is. Yeah, and these are all top golfers making millions on the tour. It's not like this is one of the back of the row guys that are going to struggle to get plane fare to Europe. I mean, come on. The PGA of America, the PGA America rolls out the red carpet. They they're private jets every yeah. day. I mean, they're they, like as a PGA member, I am sickened by some of the comments and some of the stuff that these guys say because. Listen, if it wasn't for the PGA of America, you wouldn't have this anyways. Nope. Dude, stop. You, they, they're, they're so entitled. And just to, hear some, just to hear some of the BS that's coming out of this, this camp. 
I think Zach Johnson's a fault for, for a few reasons, kind of letting these guys do what they do. I think he had no reign over these guys. You could say, hey, man, he, you heard his comments all the time. Oh, I trust these guys doing. There was no videos in the locker room. There was no pictures. There was no motivational speaking. There was no nothing right. to rah-rah with these guys up. I mean, what, what do you do? You're not going to – listen, man, you're not changing these guys. You're not. Because they don't just – they just don't they, – they say they give a shit, but they just don't. So we're just going to be relegated to America winning when it's on American soil because it's easier. Easier. It's easier for the player. I mean, which sounds asinine to me. I mean, but it, but it's probably right. You're playing golf for it's, God's sakes. It's probably right. And I'm just going to tell you, in two years at Whistling or at uh, at Bethpage, it's going to be brutal for the Europeans. Like brutal. Like. You know, the people in Rome were super nice compared, yeah. to, compared to these New York guys. It's just really yep. going to be – and it's going to get out of hand in some spots. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some Mephisticuffs. Well, we almost did it in Rome, too. Yeah. I mean, just the just the New York fans are good, just going to be brutal on these guys. I don't know. But you dude. know what? They're Euros. They're, they're used to that crap. They can handle that. They can they can. I'm almost going to be pulling for Europe. Man. I hope they kick the shit out of us at, at Dude, Beth Page. I, I might be pulling for Europe. I know, me too. At Beth Page, I know, me too. We'll we should go. We're all of our Euro gear. I got, I got passes. I get two passes for everyone. I need to join the PGA. Where do I sign up for PGA of America? You can't qualify. <laughs> I don't have to qualify. I'll just pay him money. You got to wear a collared shirt. I have a, I have a collared shirt <laughs> and no ribbed jeans. I don't. All my jeans are ripped. Okay, you're out because I work for a living. Okay, I'll buy some khakis. Who you work for? You. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, can, I still can't afford nice clothes. Look at this. I've had this shirt since 04. I think he worked for Nancy Gerber at this point. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's my yeah. employer right yeah, now. Yeah, shout out to Nancy Gerber. Our shout guy. out to the owner of DSP Media, That's Nancy right. Gerber. That's right. Chairman, CEO, or chairwoman, CEO. She doesn't uh, she doesn't want she's she's doesn't want to be considered that, but she knows. But she is. We all know the truth. We do. So Tommy Fleetwood won the key half point in the 11th match against Ricky Fowler. Heading into the par 4 16th with a one-hole lead, Fleetwood has tee shot to 23 feet after Fowler found the water, because of course he did, because he's Ricky Fowler. Uh, Fleetwood missed his eagle putt. Fowler conceded his, the two, what, two and a half, about two and a half, a little more than two and a half feet uh, putt and the victory. And, man, Fowler has been lit up for conceding that. But seriously, yeah, okay, just, give me a break. He's just kind of over it, right? I mean, yeah, everyone was. I thought Ricky would play better. Didn't get a point, which was like mm. didn't even get a half a point, no. which was really tough. I listen, it, you didn't lose the Ryder Cup because of Ricky Fowler, right? Oh, you just God. you just didn't. So you know he's going to get a little bit of a why. Zach's going to get a little bit of heat because he picked him and his picks didn't really perform well. No, so he's no. going to get some heat that way. Well, but, and even we questioned him, you know, going into some of them. I mean, I didn't really quite. I didn't question the Ricky Fowler pick. I thought no. JT played fine. Jordan Spieth dropped an egg. Uh-huh. Jordan Spieth played awful. Jordan and the Spieth only reason needs to be got, done with with it, international. No, play. that's not going to happen. But the only the only way that that JT played really good. Trust me, he played fantastic. He just had Jordan Spieth that he just couldn't. I mean, it was, it was bad. Oh boy, it was bad. Worse than bad. It's the worst I've ever seen Jordan Spieth play. And, and that's saying a, something. And he had a two-way miss, which it, uh-huh. we talk about this all the time yep. with PJ Tour guys. You can't have a two-way miss. Your search and your golf swing is so out of sync when it comes to something like that. So, yeah, listen, I thought I thought you know JT performed fantastic, 
compared to where what he had to work with? Uh, the home team there, the Euros put it, put their horses out early in the Sunday singles, and the Euros delivered with the two and a, with two and a half points between Rom, Hovland, and McElroy. They entered the day ten and a half to five and a half. Europe fended off an early U.S. charge and needed only a point and a half through the other nine matches. And they, man, I'm telling you, no, we we've talked about it. We're kind of beating a dead horse here. They just made it look way too easy. They did. They made it look way too easy. I don't care where they were playing. They could have been playing here. Doesn't matter. And it wouldn't have mattered this year where the course, who set the course up. It would not have freaking mattered because the U.S. wasn't there to play. They were di- they were distracted. Yeah, there might have been something in that wine right there. In your, or I mean, just too much in, of in, it. In Rome, right? I mean, might might be something there. You know, here's what I think. I mean, the bottom line is I think, I think the U.S. – I'm not saying for fact. I think, think the U.S. still has a little bit of thought of this is kind of an exhibition. Mm-hmm. And the Europeans think this is straight, just, I want to dominate you. And you should. That's how it should be. And I thought I thought the top-tier players, and I was a little skeptical. I thought the golf course potentially was going to be set up to take the driver out of the top-tier players' hands. Actually was. And it actually was and wasn't. I know that's a weird thing to say. It was set up a little bit to take the drivers out of their hands, but there was four holes that – they made sure the European guys were aggressive right? driving some of these greens. And you never saw any of the, the – the Europeans' kind of code was play aggressive. Yeah. Play aggressive. And I really thought the top three, Rom, Rory, and, and Hovland, they're, they're big dogs, Yeah, really played fantastic. And that's what kind of catapulted them. You can't rely on your rookies to, to, to win the Ryder Cup for you. You got to have your big dogs dominate. And they did. And the U.S. had no match for even the rookies – no. In, in, uh, from Europe. And Aberg, Oberg, uh, they call him now. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's Aberg. Yeah, it is. It's going to be Aberg to us. Something, something, you know. We already got an Auberg. We don't need a, two of them. Mama call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. I mean, right, just exactly. That's just the way it is. I don't know who Clay is, but yeah. okay. Cassius Clay, you never heard that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know, the bottom line is the big dogs The big dogs for Europe dominated. They really did. They dominated the play of Hovland. Hovland playing with, you know, Aberg. Bringing him along, him getting those points, getting that experience. I mean, it just sets. And I'll tell you something else that's not being talked about. Aberg's a tour player now, full time tour player. How much confidence did he get against some of those guys? No shit. uh, After the Ryder Cup, now just for regular tour play. I certainly think he 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 didn't lack confidence, right? But going into, but when you when you're on that realm, a little bit Scotty Scheffler like mm-hmm. too, right? I mean, Scotty was like that a couple years ago when he got picked, and then he beat Rom and match, and then look yep. what happened after that. Yep, he just he took he, off. He just took off, and he was never heard from again. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he didn't play. He I didn't. Th- I don't think he played poorly. I don't think he played great. He was always going to be against the best player, right? So yep. you know, what do you do? You know, the bottom line is, man, they, they the the European guys just. Play better. They won. They care about it more, and they just got they, – they, they kicked their ass. It is what it is. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, come back. I want to talk about some of the key takeaways from the Ryder Cup, and then after that we've got some Sanderson Farms preview, uh, the odds, the favorites, as well as our picks. I actually have picks, Johnny, for the Sanderson Farms. You do? Oh, they're losers. We, we do have – well, we have a crossover. Okay. Oh, boy. Not in the same category, not at the same place, but okay. he's, he's the same player in one of our crossovers All here. Right. All right. We are from the rough. We'll be back up to this. <laughs> Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Hey, you like golf? There's a good chance you do, because I said so. But what do you need playing golf? Well, you need clubs. 
Right. Clubs need balls. The thing that people don't usually think about is that golf bag. And that's what most people see when they look at your golf clubs. Like right off the bat. And if you've got a raggedy bag, eh, it's not doing you any favors, bud. So get you a new bag. Go over to orca-golf.com. Orca-golf.com. Why are you going there? You're going there because you, you want a golf bag. But you want one that's kind of screams you. So you want to pick the colors. Well, you can use your own custom colors. Maybe you have a logo in mind. Maybe it's your logo. You're like Prince. You just have a symbol. That's the case. Dude, you can get your logo on there. Your name. Just get it done exactly like what you want it done by actual designers. Nothing goes out of their factory without the approval of the founder, Erica Bennett, who is just brilliant. We've seen some of her bags. We've got one of them actually in the studio. And you know what? Dude, it looks good. If you want other people to look at your golf setup and go, man, that just screams Frank. You want that? Then go over to orca-golf.com. Do yourself a favor and use the promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. I'll say that again, DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. So do it today because Orca Golf is the best choice in the game. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys. Time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain, or the something. Along that lines, just go to turflifeclub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special turf life accessories and go over there to that website, which is turflifeclub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that. Man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7, day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more fans dream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough right here on Fan Stream Sports. I'm Indy Tim. That is Johnny the Gerb Man Gerber. We're not live. We are, we are live. You can't look at the TV because it's like a 20-second delay. You got to look at your monitor. Why we got monitors and TVs. You've done this before. I'm not sure I like the way you're talking to me right now. I'm talking to a fourth grader right now. 
the hell? I've been gone for too long, man. You forgot how studios work. I forgot. You're right. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. We, uh, it says on air, so we'll what, see. Tell me the stripper's coming. <sighs> I meant for next door. I guess we lost Because we go get autographs. I guess we lost another sponsor. We'd like to go get autographs from yeah. them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I don't know that we could cover our disappointment. I mean, I'd rather probably go talk to strippers than talk about the, yeah. the dang Ryder Cup. Yeah. About the same, they're disappointments. Oh well, not all of them. Yeah. Not all disappointments. I don't go to those places. They're not all tens, Johnny. I don't go to those places. The tens aren't meant for human consumption. Okay. They're meant for each other. Mm. Uh, some takeaways from the Ryder Cup, Johnny, I thought we'd talk about. Um, I've got maybe three notes here. Uh, in the first match, the John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler tie. Because um, I feel like that opening day had a little bit of everything involved in it. Um, each player won six holes. Between Rahm and Scheffler, each player won six holes uh, and tied the other six. And it was kind of a back-and-forth thing for them. Ron won, uh, Rahm won three of the first five um, because Scheffler couldn't putt early on in that match. Uh, but, but I mean, Scheffler, or I'm sorry, Rom. you know, for these two guys supposed to be number one, right? Like, it should be one or the other going through the rest of the season, well, you would think. But I expected them to, to tie. I didn't expect the play to be as poor as it was during their, for each of them. Like, I, didn't, I didn't think either one of them played well. I, I didn't think they played On that first poorly. day. I didn't think they played poorly. I just think they just do body blows to each other, right? I don't think they played poorly. The biggest, these are the biggest guys in golf right now. Yeah. I mean, and they're, it's a heavyweight fight, right? Right. So, you're, especially in the match play when it comes to something like that, you know, they're, they're playing a little bit off each other. You don't have to definitively play great in match play. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to beat the other guy. And, and I, I felt like neither one of them wanted to win. I just I think that that pressure first match off, I think there was obviously more pressure in Scotty Scheffler due to the fact is you got to get that point on the board. You got to get yeah. a point early. If you're, I mean, if you're the alpha, you're going out there, you want to get that point. But that being said, it's hard to get a point against John Rahm. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you got, if he's, if, He's he's he hasn't been outside outside of the top five in the world for three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy is just the guy is incredible. So it's not like neither of them played poorly. Like when you say poorly, they shot four or five under par. Well, I mean, okay, <laughs> poorly might be the wrong the wrong word to use. They didn't play to the ex- expectations that I thought they would. For me, I expected better play. But maybe what what if they all just what if they both played just fantastic and tied right? Well, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah I, think, I was expecting a tie, but I thought it would be more of a like you said, a heavyweight bout where they're literally landing blow against blow. I felt like it was a heavyweight bout where they kept missing punches. I think they. I think they. Pressure of a Ryder Cup, man. I think they. I think they played the where they were supposed to play. I mean, it was pretty exhilarating. But I think, like I said, I think they're just the pressure of Scotty Scheffler having to get that point on the board. As much as the U.S. were down, I just think that was kind of a a, a backbreaker, a little bit. Um, and you know, Scheffler had the had the point, but he couldn't get up and down on eighteen. Yeah, 
in, in a spot that you would expect him to get up and down. Yeah, certainly for him. For Scheffler, for yeah. sure. And yeah. that, again, kind of a disappointment. And you know what? I Maybe I underestimate the, the pressure that these guys are under. You certainly do. On, especially on, on you know, the final day. It's not the same as you going to putt-putt and trying to Man, beat, I'm under a your, lot of pressure. Beat, beat your kids. It's not the same. Dude, I'm under so much pressure when I go to mini golf because i got to beat the kids. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't hear the end of well, it. Well, it doesn't work. You, you know, you don't. So how do you how do you deal with it after when you don't? I haven't lost yet. That's not true. I mean, I cheat because I, I keep score. That's all right. That's how you cheat. You keep keep your own score. You putt with the rubber putters too. No, I was bring my own oh, putters. I figured you did. I make the kids play with their with I the know. rubber putters, Those but are I, the worst. I bring my Srix on. This is the worst. Everybody looks at me like, dude, are you serious? Pro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know a pro golfer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, match five was an interesting one for me too. Max Homa wins one up over Matt Fitzpatrick. I haven't texted Maxie yet to tell him congratulations because they lost. But he did beat Fitzpatrick, and I don't know that I saw that coming um, on the final day. But Rom Hoblin and McElroy and Hatton secured three and a half points for the Europeans between them. Um, the home team was just a tie away from clinching the cup early on Sunday. Fitzpatrick and Homa both played great, I thought, on the front nine. Um, Fitzpatrick made his second eagle of the week on number five to grab a one-hole lead. Uh, Homa, though, as he's going to do, because he's going to be the best golfer in the world at some point. No, he can't. I'm waiting for it. He can't. He can't. It's going to happen. It, he can't hit it far enough. It's going to happen. You just wait. <clears throat> You done? Max Homa is going to be the number one golfer in the world, and I'm sure of that as much as I am that Daniel Jones is going into the Hall of Fame. Okay, so let's get back to, like, reality here. I was wrong on both these guys, Homa and Fitzpatrick. And Daniel I, Jones? Well, I'm not, I don't have an opinion so on Daniel Jones, but uh, – I didn't think I didn't think Homa would have it when we did our our stuff yeah. last week. Yeah. You know, you know, kind of rating him. I didn't think he would play very well. Neither did I think Fitzpatrick. But they both played fantastic. Homa Homa was Homa was the star of the U.S. team, in my opinion. Yeah. In terms of he kind of got down a little bit, came back, continued to grind, showed some emotion, loved it. Um, on his first Ryder Cup team, you know, obviously last year at the President's Cup, mm -hmm. they got him some. But, man, I loved how he played. I thought he played fantastic. He got paired up with some some big hitters. Matthew Fitzpatrick, I didn't think he'd play well. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I think he was way overrated. And both those guys played well. And then for Homer to beat him one up over over Fitzpatrick, guys playing well, I thought that was some some really good golf from Max Homer. And I was, I was impressed how he played. Uh, yeah, for sure, Homer was the star of the U.S. team. Um I don't think anybody could argue that just as poorly as everybody else played. Not because he went in there and took it, but uh, literally nobody wanted that role. Yeah. Um, another one that caught my eye was Fleetwood 3-1 and one over Fowler. Um, didn't see this coming. Maybe not with that score. Like, I'm not surprised so much that Fleetwood won. I think I'm surprised that Fowler just laid an egg. Man, it's 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 a tough one. I mean – you know, I I want to try to support Ricky Fowler, mm -hmm. but he played awful. Like hit between him and Jordan Spieth, they played really bad golf, and it wasn't like they were paired up against like superstars. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some of the shots at Ricky and Jordan. Well, I, I will go back to I'll compare them a little bit of both because I feel the same about both of them. Like they weren't, they didn't even look like they're ready. Yeah, like they didn't look like they're ready to play golf, dude. They, they look like they hadn't played in five weeks. Well, it, it, they haven't, right? I mean, you know, so you know, I like I said, I want to support Ricky as much. I love, I love what he does for the game, but 
the golf shots that he hits under pressure, mm-hmm. it we're like so far offline and so far off, especially in a match play situation. That was just you just don't do that. And I don't know if it was maybe because they they were trying to press so much to try to catch up. But I'm going to tell you something about Jordan Spieth, and I love Jordan Spieth, and I'm going to make this real fast because I don't want to lose things we have going forward with <laughs> Jordan yes, Spieth. right. And some of you guys inside the know know. But uh, I've never I've never I've never seen a Ryder Cup player play. He looked like a rookie on the Ryder Cup. He looked like he didn't belong there. He looked like a rookie on the Ryder Cup team. And he, you know, JT's, people are going to give slack to JT, but there's no way. he he Him being paired with, with Jordan Speed two matches, and for him to tie one, to t- just tie one? Yeah. It was pretty incredible. It was pretty yeah. incredible how poorly Jordan Speed played. So, you know, man, listen, I, I hate to say bad things about Jordan because I really like Jordan a lot. Um he just didn't look. He just didn't look like he was ready. Uh, to be honest, none of them did. But Jordan, especially when you expect so much more out of him as, as a veteran, um, you know. And we've we've discussed his game recently, not being the best, and he's got some personal distractions going on for sure. I think he needs an overhaul. I think he needs. I'm I'm not for firing people. I think he needs a different eye on his golf swing. I think he needs to change. You know, his life's changed, right? His life's changed by his personal life. Right. I, you got to change some other stuff in your business life too, man, to get a different eye and get a different opinion. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm telling you, it wouldn't surprise me if he has a different caddy in 2024. Mm-hmm. Nothing with Michael Greller. Now, it has nothing. But sometimes you just need to change. Yeah, sometimes and, it doesn't matter, yeah. You know, you could you could be in, in coaching also with Cameron McCormick. You know, they could be telling you the same thing, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Maybe just, maybe Jordan just needs a different way. And, you know, Jordan Jordan Spieth is a world-class player, and he's going to be a world-class player. He's going to win more majors. I certainly believe that. But he's not going to do it on the path that he is doing it now, listening to the same things, because it gets redundant. It mm-hmm. just really does. And, you know, change change has to start somewhere, and and – you know, Michael will find a bag, and he's made. He's a good dude, and it's not a personal situation. It's just you need some change, man, and, and it happens all the time. Yeah, and, you know, obviously we hope he improves. Yeah. We hope he can figure it out Yeah, uh, heading into next year for for, reason, for, for selfish reasons, but uh, it is what it is. Um, all right, I feel like we've worn out the Ryder Cup. Let's, okay. Let's uh, transition a They've little bit They've worn us here. out, too. Jesus. They've worn us out, too. I, I've, I've never had less fun watching a – golf tournament in my life you know how hard it was waking up at like 2 30 in the morning <laughs> and watching that watching that but but that being said we did go six and one on matchups yes uh, i was just about to say that let's get into that before we uh transition to sanderson farms because everybody follows johnny and his bets and his picks well all we had of course for Ryder cup was the matchups and out of the seven matchups that we had Seven and one, six and one, six. I'm sorry, six and one. And Let's... we didn't, we didn't play. In, in I, we got a bunch of stuff. We got a bunch of slack on Twitter. Why didn't we pick? We didn't pick any matchups for Sunday matches. Sunday. Uh-huh. And this is 100 percent my fault because I just don't throw picks out there. I right. got a little late to the punch, not because I was out fiesting. You nice. were. Oh yeah. I. T- okay. Um. <laughs> but but. I just didn't want to throw stuff out there because, you know, this is a very touchy scenario when you go to the last day of the Ryder Cup. When they're up by so much, you have to almost bet the first 
quarter of the matches because yeah. after that, they don't really care, right? right. And, and I didn't really want to throw anything out there towards the end that was really going to make a difference. We do this for money. We do this for everyone to make money, and everyone's made a, a, a lot of money this year on our picks. But the first three or four matches, I didn't like. Right. I, did, I just didn't like the numbers. I didn't like the odds, what you had to lay. Yep. And then when you get past that point, you're like, okay, I just, you know, if they're if they're winning, the Europe the Euro's winning, like the first two or three matches, like it's already over. So how much are these guys going to play? So you can't bet the back end of it because they just laying down. Yeah. And you don't know really know who's laying down. So it was a tough, it was tough. I I we thrive on matchups, Sunday matchups for the Ryder Cup when it's close. And it just wasn't really close going in. But we did. Six and one is is pretty damn good for our picks for the Ryder Cup uh the first couple of days. And we went three and one and four and oh mm-hmm. like on, on Friday and Saturday. So we'll take that, guys. We'll we will certainly take that and uh build that momentum going in Sanderson Farms. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, we'll get to Johnny's picks here after we get to my important picks. Uh, but of course the PGA tour returns to action for the twenty twenty three Sanderson Farms championship. And if it's anything like the the first uh, event we had of the the FedEx fall this year, it's probably going to be a doozy. Um, you got five players who finished inside the top 50 of the FedEx Cup standings that are going to make an appearance at the Country Club of Jackson as defending champion uh, Mackenzie Hughes leads the way in the fall rankings. He was slighted after not making the 2022 President's Cup team, and he used this to fuel as fuel in Jackson and defeated Sep Strapa. Sep Straka. Strapa. I feel like I'm filling the vodka already. Uh, in a playoff, he's now ranked 51st in the FedEx Cup standings. All and those strippers you were talking about. I know, I got strippers on the mind with Sep Strappa. Sec, sec, stress. Sec Strappa? Yeah. Uh, he knows what his name is. Yeah, he does. Um, my, my name is Sip. So the biggest name in the field here, Johnny, that we're going to be paying attention to is our boy Aberg. Yeah. Uh, he arrives off of his two-point performance at the Ryder Cup and win on the DP World Tour. Uh, heard you on a couple of radio stations that you were previewing the Ryder Cup, and you, yeah, you said a couple times he was eighteen years old, and I just wanted I, to, I wanted to text you and go, "What do you? He went to college, dude." I know. Well, you know, sometimes I I mess up. He's twenty three. I know he's twenty three. Just so you, you know, you're right. We did a bunch of previews around the country for ESPN affiliates, and yeah, I did say I did say eighteen a couple times, and I I, I just wanted to get maybe I just wanted. to Make sure everybody knew how young he was. I mean, he's he is a youngin. And he's I almost as young I, as me. I did. I know. I got cussed out for that. And he is twenty three. He is twenty three. Um, I did say eighteen. And for all the, you did I, for all the affiliates. I apologize, ESPN, but I gave them everyone winner, so I think they'll figure. Did it out. I, I think they'll because you gave it out. all your your matchups uh, yeah. over there on the ESPN network that yeah. four letter network. I don't know why you're on I that did. network anyway. Because they they ask. I know. I know, you're Fox will be calling. Fox will be calling soon. You're a lot nicer than me. PGA Radio is probably going to be calling you. I don't blame. Probably you. be the last show we do together. Calling, you're about to blow up. I heard Cow Turds calling soon. Cow Turds calling you. Everybody's calling you. I know. Probably going to be on with Howard Stern next next year. <sighs> is he ready for me? Uh, I don't know if he can handle you. I don't think so. He's tamed down quite a bit. I know. Uh, again, the biggest name in the field here, Johnny, is Aberg. Um, you've got the top 125 in the FedEx Cup gain, gaining entry into the Players' Championship. So he's on the outside looking in for it right now. But the world number 80 is uh, Aberg. Um, also has not earned his invitation for the Masters. 
so he's going to be looking to improve his rankings so he can get into that. I thought the, all the your Ryder Cup players got in the Masters. Uh, I don't know. Apparently not. I think so. It's not what my uh, buddy over at CBS Sports is telling me. Well, he's not, um, he's not on ESPN Radio like me. Oh, thank God. No. Uh, so the Sanderson Farms Championship, Johnny, this weekend at the Country Club of Jackson in Jackson, Mississippi. And if there's a more miserable place on the planet Earth than Jackson, Mississippi, I don't know what it is. I'm going to Jackson. Isn't Maybe there a song Houston. about it? Isn't there a song about it? I'm going to Jackson. I don't think that's Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, are they talking about Jackson, Tennessee? I think it was Jackson, Tennessee. I got it. my boy, our boy Eric Todd's from Jackson, or Jackson, just outside of Jackson, that, Medina, Tennessee. That should tell you all you need to know that ET's from there. He's the greatest person in the world. He's he's he, he is one of the best people on the planet. I just hate that. No, I agree with you. I hate the entire state of Tennessee. Why? Though. It's terrible. Why? It's a horrible state. No, it's not. A bunch of hillbillies. Well, it's terrible. I guess the uh, it's up there with West Virginia. All right, they're the same state. They should just merge. You know, you know, you're eliminating a lot of our sponsorships, right? We don't have sponsors in Tennessee. You look like some Tennessee. They got the beard like you. They Gross. got they got that bootleg moonshine. Gross. They got that moon runners. That's they what they call it. it. Moon runner. They you look like it. you're from Tennessee. There's nothing wrong with Nashville. Is pretty pretty it's cool dis- place. One of the most disgusting cities I've ever been in. <laughs> Second to Memphis. How, well, Memphis is terrible. also disgusting. Memphis is terrible, but Nashville, the hockey team's terrible. Nashville's not. So the Football listeners, team's Nash- horrible. So our sponsor in Nashville, we still love you. Well, the product's probably good, but they're just in a terrible place. It's not that bad, uh, Johnny. It's a par seventy-two. It's going to play seven thousand four hundred sixty-one yards with a purse of eight. Man, I didn't realize the FedEx fall points were uh, purses were this high, but eight point two million dollars. Yeah, they're trying to get some people to play. Apparently. Um, So, yeah, let's take another quick break. Then we'll come back with our odds and Johnny's picks because that's really what matters for everybody, not not necessarily my picks. Winners. Wieners. Johnny's going to tell you about his wiener when we come back (laughs) here on From the Rough on FanStream Sports. Hello, sports fans. FanStream Sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys. Time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. Studio, you've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today. Snag that window decal. Or snag any other special turf life accessories. And go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com. And get your stuff. And show everybody that 
man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicklaus. Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers, and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, that's O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had? You're not just getting old, it's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844-977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Now, more Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to From the Rough, right here on FanStream Sports, live from the FanStream Sports Studios in North Dallas, stormy North Dallas it's about to be, from what I see on the radar. A little AWC. A little AWC here outside the studio, not in the studio. We don't have a skylight here. We don't? Let's put one of those in. We don't have skylight? It'd probably be just as dirty as this damn window over here. I wouldn't be able to deal with it very well. Everybody knows a good window cleaner. Hit me up on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, here in the DFW area, Commer- it's got to be commercial. We're on the second floor. You think they do that on purpose so they don't can't see in? Because you can't see in. You can at night. Oh, you can. Yeah. Because I always leave the lights on and I drive by and go. That's a badass studio. Freaks come out at night. Yeah, I do. Uh, let's get into some Sanderson Farms odds real quick, Johnny. Um, as you realize who the who the favorite is here, don't you? My guy. Our guy this is my guy first. Yeah. Uh, Ludwig Aberg at 11 to 1. Uh, a lot of people are asking if fatigue is going to be a factor with him. I don't think so. He's still young. Nah. Um, he'll be fine. Uh, your boy, Steven Yeager, at 18 to 1. I got him at 20, but that's fine. Yeah, they're going to be close. Uh, Eric Cole coming up there at 20 to 1. Emiliano Grillo. Yeah. At 25 to 1. Uh, your other boy, Keith Mitchell, Grillo. is up there at 28 to 1. Grillo. Or is it Keith Mihal? 
Is the C silent too? It's, it's Keith Mill. Everything's silent because he's a coward. But I got him on my card. Cashmere Keith. I got him on my card this week because it's a lower tier event, and this right. is where he thrives. He thrives when he's not under any pressure. That's right. Uh, S.H. Kim at 30 to 1. Bo Hostler, 30 to 1. You may hear this name on my card Lucas Herbert at 35 to 1. Adam Svensson, 35 to 1. And Davis Riley, 40 to 1. So, Johnny, let's get into your picks here because apparently. I thought we we're getting to your picks first. Um, oh, yeah, I'll do mine real quick before the laptop dies. Yeah, because they, yeah, they don't matter. I plugged it in, but apparently it didn't plug in because it says it's about to die. So We better hurry. Uh, so, Johnny, my picks for the week. I've got Lucas Herbert at 30-1 to one as my winner. I pick a winner, top 10, and a top 20 every week. Not a bad pick. It's not the right pick. My top bad. 10, as long as it's not bad, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, my top 10, Davis Thompson at plus 550 for a top 10. Did you did you see my stuff before you picked mm-hmm. these? Okay, you didn't pick him for top ten. I didn't, um, and not my top twenty. I don't think I've ever had him on my card before. At plus two forty, Kevin, you, you, you. Did you pick this, Kevin? You, I did. I, you picked, sh- I picked Kevin. You sure you want to do this? I'm sure he wants me to do this for you. Okay. I'm so confused now. I don't even know what's going on. You spell you. Why? It's just why you. Why you? Yeah. yeah. Why? And, and my point is why you. Is it supposed to be yeah? No. Uh, you're about to see something really cool because I made a graphic for your picks. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's a swoosh thing. So it doesn't have sound. So just watch my screen over here because it'll be late on yours. But as we announce Johnny's picks and turn on our theme song for it. All winners. Uh, Johnny's winning picks. It better be good because I've had. Uh, we started out slow. Sound like Sanford's son. <sighs> nice. Close. Why is there a left-handed club there? Okay, you weren't supposed to see that. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you why after the show. I'll tell okay. you why. There, right. there is a reason for it. Well, such a such a great uh, such a great time to get back into a regular PGA Tour event. We were super successful last week, six and one on the Ryder Cup, and then two weeks ago we did pick the winner. We didn't. We talked about that a little bit last week on the show. So we're getting on a hot streak going into the fall, but I really like this week. I like some of the guys that are playing. Uh, our first pick on the board is Steven Yeager at 20 like to 1. Guys. You want to turn that down so people can actually hear me? Or I'm sorry, I can't hear the music too or, loud. Or Sanford and Son. It's not Sanford and Son. It's the match game. Uh, I like that too. Match. Match. Right. Steven Yeager, man, I really like him. It's a great spot for him. He's been rested. He's been practicing a little bit. And these, these kind of spots this, in the fall season, it's who's the guys that really kind of need to play well, get some of those points. They change a lot of things up. And I think this is a great spot for uh, Steven Yeager at 20 to 1. Friend of the show, my guy, Davis Riley, 45 to 1. This is a homecoming game for him. He knows his golf course better than every, anyone on the in the field. Loves it there. He's played well, had success there. 45 to 1. I think it's great. I think I know Davis has been practicing here in Dallas. So I think he's ready. I think he's ready to get himself in a situation that he's a single individual individual winner. He won the the uh, team championship in the fall. And I think it's time for Davis Riley to break out. And what a better time for him to break out right now. Uh, at his kind of his home golf course in a place he's had some success. 45 to 1 is great odds and great value for Davis Riley. And again, we're going back to uh, the, the law firm of Davis and Davis. Davis <laughs> right? Riley and Davis Thompson, 45, 45 to 1. I like him also, Davis Thompson. 
up-and-coming star on the PGA Tour, likes this type of grass. Uh, Bermuda is his specialty growing up in the South Carolina area. So I think it's a good spot for him. He's getting some starts. He's getting some feeling very comfortable on some of these places that he's played a couple times. I think it's his second or third start here. It's a golf course that's a little bit quirky when it comes to the greens. you got to know the grain of the greens. I think experience is going to play key, especially if you know the type of uh, of Bermuda, what these guys like to play. It's old-school Bermuda down there in Jackson, Mississippi. So the law firm of Davis and Davis, I really like them to have some success there to potentially win. Ham sandwich pick this week. Grayson Sig at 90 to 1. Boy, this guy's this guy's a really good player. Listen, he's a really good player at 90 to 1. He's had a little injuries this past year. He got a couple of medical starts. Mm-hmm. But there's a really good opportunity for him in a smaller event field, Grayson Sig. He's from the Georgia area, loves the Bermuda grass. He's a world-class player. I think it's a time for him to break out here pretty soon. And what better time for him to do it? besides this week in the Sanderson Farms. I really like Grayson Sig at 90-1, to especially with those odds. Two top ten picks this week, as always, guys. Keith Mitchell. Cashmere uh, Keith. Coward Keith Mitchell, plus 335. Oh, no, no, no. You can't, if, you wear, if he's wearing cashmere down there in the, the heat of Jackson, then he's, he's – I don't know. I don't know. But that being said – Plus three thirty-five. I think there's some value there. This is a listen. This is what this guy does. He's a he's a cherry picker. He picks these great spots. That's a shorter field. The guy's got is super talented, man. I don't know why he doesn't win more. But I can't pick him to win. But the top ten, you know, I like him at that plus three thirty-five. Another guy I really like Alex Smalley at plus four hundred. Had some great success there in the past. Long hitter. Golf course is pretty pretty wide open. There's going to be some rain, so the golf course I think is going to play soft this week, which mm-hmm. it does this type of year uh, in this region down here. So I think the guy that can hit it high and far has got great opportunity to win. And I think Alex Smalley, there's some value there at plus 400. Two top 20 picks this week, Mark Hubbard at plus 235. The guy's a grinder. This guy's, I mean, if, it, if it's sloppy and it's wet, this is a guy that you want to pick, and we have that potential this week. It's going to be hot. Granny Greens, this guy's not going to quit. I like him at, to, to finish in the top 20 at plus three, uh, 235. And Nick Hardy, a new up-and-coming star on the PGA Tour, I like him at plus 275. He needs to make some make some hay this this kind of this fall season to keep his card for next year. But the guy's got tremendous talent, and I think it's a great spot for him uh, to finish in that top 20. Don't be surprised if you look at him after the first couple of days on top of that on top of that leaderboard. Very good. There he is, Mr. Johnny Gerber, getting some comments from the peanut gallery. I don't know if you saw those and I was putting them on the screen there I for you. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know who it is. Someone on Facebook. Broadcasting live, talking picks, Johnny yeah. Gerber. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's, that's what he does. That, that, is, that is what we pick winners. Yeah. We, we, pick pick win- we, we, we pick winners. That's what we got. Uh, and you'll be able to find Johnny's matchups, if indeed there are any that he likes, for Saturday um, at fanscreensports.com. You can follow us on Twitter at From the Rough. PGA. He is at Jay Gerber PGA Pro. I am at IndyCar Tim. The network is at FanStream DSP. So look look on social media for all of Johnny's matchups on Saturday as well as Sunday because he doesn't give you just junk matchups for the sake of posting. If he's not going to bet it himself, he won't he won't give you matchups. Um, he doesn't do it just to like play with himself. He just does them to make you win. I mean, you know, listen, we put our own money on there. It's not yeah. like I'm just blowtorching yeah. money and telling y'all what to pick, what not to pick. It's my own money. I will never give you a pick out there that I don't put my own candy on. Yep. 
So listen, this is why this is why you know we're just not throwing stuff out there. That's why we didn't bet the Ryder Cup on the final day. It's just yep. I didn't like things. I didn't like the numbers. And listen, we're giving you everything that we want. Matchup record this year is is the best in the world. I'm telling you right now. So we after after the Ryder Cup last week, we talked about this on the ESPN affiliates right. that I was on. So our record after last week, after last week, was is ninety two. 27 and 6. Oh, wow. 92, 27 and 6 on matchups. That's no one. It's unheard of. It's unprecedented. Yeah. And we got over the $11,000 profit mark after the Ryder Cup after last week because right. with our winner was Sahith Gala, we had another top 10 in there. So it jumped us over the 11000 But that's nothing compared to the last couple of years that we hit the $70,000 mark and then a little over the $20,000 mark. Right. So we had a s- slow start to the year. But the matchup record is unprecedented from any place. It, listen, like I said, if, if everyone that's following us, everyone's out there, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you think our record is BS, call us at 214-937-0569. Well, don't about, call us. Text us. Text us that, too. We can call. No, no. We don't take calls. call Tyrone. We don't take calls on that number. You don't take singers, either? Well, I'm the singer. Yeah, I see this. But unprecedented. We're going to continue to move forward with this, man. Listen, this, we just don't flip coins around here when we have our matchups. We study nope. this. We put it out there. We stand by everything. Legit. I'll show you the betting tickets. He's got them. Got the betting ticket. So continue to follow us. Like we always say, if you're not following, you're not winning. Continue to follow us on Twitter. Give us some response. Follow us up. Post us up. Give us some comments on our show. We'd love to hear from you. We will be back on Monday with a recap of the Sanderson Farms. Also uh, with a recap of Johnny's Picks. Uh, and um, lots of other fun golf things to talk about. Hell, we may even get back into Ryder Cup. I don't even know. I'm we so might. ticked off. We might. But one thing we'll be talking about is the Texas Rangers coming up on the Colby Sapanini Tim Show at 7 o'clock Central Time on FanStreamSports.com and the FanStream Sports app, uh, as well as the next day on your favorite podcast app. Go check us out over there, as well as the FanStream Sports YouTube page. You guys enjoy golf this weekend, and come back with us on Monday. And until then, boys and girls, as soon as I find it, we'll see you. We'll see you.